Next Play Sports is presented all baseball season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download the Chick-fil-A One app today. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Real Graphics, the one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, providing the best veterinary services in the East Texas area. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Kelly Chuck Parts, your local distributor and service center for Traeger wood pellet grills and accessories. Angelina College, CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial, Soundtex, Southside Bank, Layman's Pipe and Still, Bentley AC, Whataburger, Quality Restaurant Supply, Strickland Plumbing and HVAC, Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas Sports. To next play two, I am Brantley Born on the call here with Coach Curtis Picasso. Okay. We've got a, another game here in Humble ISD and got a late drive in play snipe, but uh, ready to re- regroup for game two. Game two, here it is. Good luck to the couple last night with uh, radio and game two now. Yeah, and this is the pregame show for them about Chick fil A South Loop Crossing. Download that Chick fil A one app today as Harveyville is finishing their infield outfielders. We'll get started here closely with. Some uh, starting lineups, always by Kelly Chuck Hartz. But this first coach, I'll kind of start off with. You know, last night was a tough game. Logan Hobbs just battled seven innings with four extras, one-one game in the eighth, and unfortunately, in that eighth frame, he cramps up on a ground ball to end the top half of the eighth. He, he was unable to come out and finish the game, and actually had to be carried to the local yeah. hospital to get a, get some IV fluids in him. Good news is for Bulldog fans, he looked okay in warm-ups, and that is shortstop position. But Bulldogs lost a tough one last time. Mason loaded, hit by a uh, batter to walk it off for Kirbyville. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It, it's a close game where you lose. And uh, Coach, kind of tell me what you're looking at, the positive negatives of a game like that. And positive on that one. you, you got to look at top. I mean, we had talked about, you know, Second airborne to get that kid off the mound, and then he gave everything he could to this team. And, you know, his, uh, his counterpart on the mound was, was just as good from Kirbyville. It was a great game. Uh, there was nothing else I think left in the tank, and you know, the Bulldogs they just uh, didn't come out on top. And so got to regroup and uh, take the positives uh, along with that game. And you know, for one thing is that's a team that, uh, like you said, is a top five team. I've been here for the third straight year. We're not expected to beat that kid. He's a D1 pitcher. Uh, and the Bulldogs nearly pulled it off last night. So, big positives with that, and uh, roll on here to game two. Yeah, and absolutely. Like you touched on, Kirby will come in number three in the state. Their third straight regional finals appearance. Last two years, they won game one and then got double dipped. So, the Bulldogs trying to force a game three here tonight. Like you touched on, the McNeese commit, James Burchett. He was stellar after that first inning solo homer to Hobbs. He, he went uh, seven scoreless. Actually, through uh, seven and two thirds total for the game, but uh, he is not available. He went over his 110, so he will not be available. Will not throw another pitch, but surprise, surprise, they got another lefty they're going to run out that uh, it's going to be uh, Justin Harridge, the first baseman from last night's game. And kind of scouting report on him, very similar to Burchett, just below is a little bit down. Curveball doesn't have as much snap, but uh, still a solid number two pitcher for this Kirbyville club. 
kind of moving forward, we'll go to those starting lineups that are always presented by Kelly Truck Parts, the local distributor and service center for Traeger Wood Pellet Grills and Accessories. We'll start with the visitors, the Kirbyville Wildcats. They're going to start it off in the center field with Tyler Brown, batting second, and right field, James Burchett, batting third, on the rubber, Justin Harridge. Batting in the cleanup hole, left fielder Hunter Wallace. Batting fifth, behind the plate, Dylan Bishop. Batting sixth, at shortstop, Aiden Sharp. In the seventh spot, second baseman, Logan Webb. Batting eighth will be first baseman, Blake Bailey. Batting ninth will be the D.H. Russell. And over at third defensively will be Dalton Stein. For your home team, the Bulldogs, they're going to run a lineup a little different. But Dylan Clunan is going to start it off. He's going to be on the rubber tonight. Followed by Logan Hobbs at shortstop. Welcome back, Logan. At first base, batting third, Jacob Davis. And then fourth spot, Gabe Graves at second base. Alan Red is going to make an appearance in the outfield. Batting fifth, he's going to play left field. Batting sixth, Aaron Sprinkle is going to move into that DH role. And batting seventh in the center field, Bryce Gage. Followed by the eighth spot, Carson Davis at third base. Batting ninth, Aiden Dixon behind the plate. Colby Lane will be in right field defensively. So, you know, Coach, I know Red's kind of been nursing an injury, getting back slowly uh, at the with the last two rounds at the plate. He's looked confident. He's done his job getting on board, multiple hit games. I think they're at a point now where they feel that defensively, you know, he can hit that cutoff from left field and make the throws necessary. Uh, but the main thing that, that jumps out between him and Sprinkle in left field is just the speed that there's some balls that he can track down and get to. It's almost like having two center fielders in the game with him and Case. Yeah, definitely look at it that way. You know, it's a bit of banging job in the outfield when you need him to when Red went down and, uh, you know, still need his stick in the lineup, so that's why he's the age tonight. You know, Red will just have to make some uh, adjustments here and there. You know, maybe the cutoff will come out a little further than normal uh, just to help him get that ball in. But, uh, you know, Red's a senior. That's the possibility is his last game. So why not come out there and give it everything you've got? Absolutely. This Kirby Book Club's finishing off, as we touched on last night. Logan Webb was the story offensively for them. He had a two-out single on the fourth for their first run that tied it at one. And then with the bases loaded, he was hit by a pitch for the other RBI. So he was kind of the story. The story offensively also for them on the nine was they left double digits on base. So you know, that's something that uh, we'll try to see how that goes tonight as they just kind of left those runners stranded. And kind of got to tip your cap to Logan Hobbs. He, he did an excellent job working out of trouble, especially with two outs and leaving runners stranded. So it'll be something to watch as they're getting close to this game two first pitch, which is always presented by Southwood Drive Animal Clinic. Providing the best veterinary care in East Texas, visit them online at swdac.com. Bulldogs are finishing up their last spots as they'll get ready. The weather, if you're traveling and you're listening in, the weather is just fine here in Humboldt. I think a lot of fans in Lumpkin were kind of doing the old white knuckles on the steering wheel trying to get here. Heavy, heavy pouring rains between here and Humboldt ISD, but all about shepherding and stuff. That they have looks to be fine, so uh, shouldn't have any problems even with slippage or anything with the feet. Um, ball should be nice and dry, so I think it's going to be a good playing surface. And I think the big deal to me in this game too is uh, we're, we're kind of spoiled that we see Dylan cleaning in game one pretty much every series. And he didn't go in game one, and that was by design. And, you know, 
him and Burchett, if you match up and count on those things, Clooney does a, his A game and you get beat one nothing. You almost feel like you hated to waste that opportunity. So here he is in game two, and I like the decision I, for multiple reasons. If we would have, we would have came out victorious last night. You get your best guy on the mound to try to close it out. And the way it turned out with a loss, you get your best guy on the mound to keep you alive. So I think we're in a good spot with Clooney on the mound. Scenario that we uh, mentioned yesterday when we just talked about who was going on the mound. You, know, you hate it if it's a one to nothing loss and Cooney just threw a heck of a game and, you know, the, the arm done now. Uh, the, the scenario would have played out had that happened last time instead. A uh, good plan by the uh, neighbors and his staff to, to go with Hobbs. You know, he's basically our, our 1B anyway uh, to come out there and uh, now we've got Cooney on the mound. I feel good, and I think the guys do too. I'm looking in the dugout now, and these guys are really relaxed and getting up ahead like they always are. So, just another day at the ballpark for these boys. Yeah, and I think it'll be key, you know, just like we touched on last time, whoever can get the momentum first, uh, push the Bulldogs to be the home team in this game, too. So, be very important to shut them down early, keep them off the base pass, so we can grab a lead early and get some of that momentum. And we all know it's in your world, too. When you're playing a series and you get to it, you're in the hole 01, and you can win that game two and force a game three. The momentum just absolutely shifts. Yeah, game three is a wild one. You got coming up to me right here, so Brady McMillan. We played a heck of a game three down in this place. You know, game three is a wild. You never know what can happen. And uh, so we force that game three. And, uh, you know, it's anybody's fault. Well, I will say that, you know, like you touched on, Coach Brady McMillan walking up to us three months. And, you know, he's the only guy that's, uh, I told him this last night in the stadium, he's the only guy here that, that has a chance of winning no matter what. Win either way. Cody Bill wins, you know, that's, that's, yeah. that's where he's working. And, Supports him, he's got red on, but you know, he's still yeah. a bulldog. That's right. very I think stuff. he's got a green undershirt on. I'm looking, yeah. He's a bulldog. But uh, yeah, it's good to see Coach McMillan, if you're unfamiliar, alumni of uh, 92, went on to play college baseball at Angelina, a multi sport stud for the Bulldogs back in the day on the hardwood and on the diamond. Good to see Coach McMillan coming over and speaking, but uh, yeah, like you touched on, Coach Acosta, those game threes kind of are wild cards, and you can see that momentum shift, and uh, you know, just it's kind of deja vu that you guys ran into that with yeah. Kirby Bill, and then you were to win a wild game two in extra innings, watch that game three and ride that momentum.
up. The church had the sonic port. That's the issue. Said, yeah, bring up my volume. The background music is really loud. Then we need to switch the sonic port. So Brent, to go to commercial, sonic port isn't giving the audio. It's just reading out from Brent's phone. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined on the call with Coach Curtis Acosta. We're about to get going with first pitch in game two here live at Humble ISD. As the Bulldogs are going to trot out Dylan Clunan on the mound. Going to be leading off will be Tyler Brown, followed by James Burchett and Justin Harridge for the Wildcats. All right. Thank you for listening in tonight. Hopefully, we can make plans for you to listen again tomorrow. If Bulldogs can get a victory and force a game three, it would be at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Man, the background noise you can hear, the planes flying over. And, yeah, you got Bush Intercontinental right behind us. So Central's going to be in those traditional gray pinstripe top and bottoms with Bulldogs in green. Kirby was going to come out with the white bottoms and red tops. And here is Tyler Brown stepping in the box. First pitch from Clunan in game two is just upstairs, ball one. Breaking stuff here. I know Brown was probably ready to swing out of his shoes on that one. Hey, I love that. 1-0 from Clunan. Hit right through the hole in the left side. And it's going to be a leadoff single for Tyler Brown. Now that's going to bring up James Burchett. Last night's game one pitcher. McNeese commit. He's out in right field today. Batch from the left side. First pitch, they're going to square, pull back, and be ball one on for Chet. Scouting report on these guys as they like to run, they like to play a little small ball. I think here in a game two with them up one on the series, it's pivotal if they could grab a lead early. Yeah, definitely so. Remember, Robert Chet dropped one down yesterday or attempted to, just went foul. But and a 1 0, he drops it down and again foul down that third base side, so it's going to make it one and one. Situation right there. You know, Burchett, he's looking to get on. He's looking to push one and, and get on. It's not much of a sacrifice as much of a bunt for a hit. Yeah, he's got a little bit of almost over there in your world, a little softball to him. Yeah. He kind of can dead, dead that ball down the line. I think he's done it a time or two, like you said. So a 1 1 count. Tyler Brown at first. No outs here in the top of the first. Snap throw to first. Back in time is Brown. 
last night if you were joining us. Hobbs had two pickoffs. Dixon had two throwouts. And there's a fastball taken as Burchett was squared around, pulled back, letter high fastball. And now one and two. One-two count here on James Burchett. Pop-up. It's going to be in foul territory. Davis giving a look. He calls, and he squeezes. One away. In foul territory. Justin Harridge, tonight's pitcher. And hits a chopper. Is it going to go fair? It does. It's trouble. Clooning long throw. Not in time. Bang, bang play. Harridge kind of hit a screwball off the end of the bat and just died down the third baseline. And batting from that left side was able to get down there. Almost like a swinging bunt there. That's going to bring up Hunter Wallace, who was two for three last night. He scored the winning run in the eighth inning with a one-out double. Got aboard. So Clunan looking in, runners at first and second. Breaking ball swung on a miss. Did a good job there, kind of pitching him backwards. One count here, one away, runners at first and second. Breaking ball skips through the wickets of Dixon. The runners are going to advance to second and third on the pass ball. And that's going to make the count one and one. So here's a chance for Kirby Bill to try to scratch out a run. Infield for the Bulldogs are going to come in and play even in the baseline. 1-1 one, one from Clunan. Going to be downstairs. And here playing even at the baseline, the Bulldogs are going to try to take advantage of this turf. The ball scoots through quickly. Two-one to Wallace. It's a ground ball. It's going to sneak through the middle. There's one run, and there's two runs. Two runs single by Hunter Wallace. The Wildcats grab an early lead. It's going to bring up now Dylan Bishop, the catcher for the Wildcats. is Hayden Sharp. Breaking ball swung on a miss. Runner's going to steal second. Here's Wallace. He's down at second. 
pitch, taken for a ball. Be a one-one count here on Dylan Bishop. And you're gonna step off, check the runner in second, regroup. Pop up in the infield. Fleming gonna call from the mound. Got a chance at second to throw. In time, double play. Big play by Cloonan. The runner was going on the pitch. Had third stole. Hitter popped it up. Cloonan able to spin and throw for a double play. That's going to erase the frame, but the RBB Wildcats get two here in the first. The Bulldogs coming up here on next play two. Same thing, they're just picking me up from there. Welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined here with Coach Curtis Acosta. We'll get him on shortly. Curtis Wildcats get two in the first. Only able to get the double play to escape any other damage. He's going to lead off the frame, followed by Hobbs and Davis. Pitcher four. These Wildcats will be Justin Herod, Cedar Valley commit, the left-hander. First pitch from Harridge. It'll be a fastball upstairs. 1 0. Oh. 1 0 taken downstairs. 2 0. Two zero pitch to Clunan. Tapper over the third. Stein, long throw across his over the head of the first baseman. They're going to say incidental contact as they collided. Clooney unable to advance. As the throw was high and Bailey stretched high, they kind of come into each other. Ground ball to third over to Stein. He just airmailed it over Bailey at first. Clooney aboard. On the E5. And Logan Hobbs will be in the box here shortly as Coach Neighbors talking it over at the first base umpire. Trying to make sure and get the call. Looks like 
they're gonna keep going there at first. Logan Hobbs. Got that IV bag last night. He's ready to go. Like he's ready to go. He bunts. Nice he attempt, but it nice goes just foul. Try to catch him napping. Good idea there by the senior shortstop. On deck is Jacob Davis. Now they're crashing. They're going to throw over to first. Check the runner back is Clunin, but 0-1 count. Stein was crashing over at third. Harris delivers, and Hobbs ropes it right at the shortstop one hopper. They're going to go to second over to first. Not in time. The ball does skip away. Hobbs is in no man's land. The throw to second. He's got to get back. Now the throw to first is going to be... In time, double play. As he hit a one hopper right at the shortstop, Sharp took it off the chest, threw the short route to second, got the out. The ball was overthrown at first, hit the dugout wall. Hobbs took two hard steps, couldn't get back in time. So a double play. That's going to bring up Jacob Davis now, lefty on lefty. And he is hit right in the helmet by fastballs. Davis is going to go down here. He took two hard steps to first and then kind of went down to his knees. Fastball right off the helmet. We're going to just stay here patiently quiet as the trainer is going to come out. And we're actually going to take away and take a short break here as they're looking at Davis. He's just being visited with right now, but we'll be right back. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. At Soundtex, we provide AV support for your next big event. Concert and corporate sound video and lighting systems are available. Our event services range from simple rentals to full turnkey operations. Contact us today to make arrangements. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Soundtex, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. 
I'm traveling a lot. Always have a craving for Whataburger. I had to make a connection in Houston. I had about an hour. Whataburger just opened at Terminal B. Boom, I need to have a patty melt. The creamy pepper sauce, Monterey Jack cheese, bread's toasted. Grabbed my patty melt, started rushing it back. By the time I got there, the lady was just closing the door. She sees my bag. She goes, sorry, but if you give me a water burger, I'll let you on the plane. And I told her, look me on to the next flight. And I was late for work, but it was worth every bite. <laughs> I don't think anything tops the patty melt at water burger. All right, welcome back here. Sorry for the delay. We're having a couple little technical difficulties we're trying to work through, but Davis got up and was okay, trotted down to first. Cade Graves came up and hit a fly ball into right field and got up in the sun. Burchett lost it for a moment, but regrouped and found the ball. Ended the frame, so the Bulldogs leave a runner stranded. We're going to go down to the top of the seconds, 2-0 Kirbyville, as we are trying to work through a little bit of audio issues, a little bit of challenges here with some cell signal. As we're going to kind of just stay live here throughout the game as the Bulldogs are down 2-0. And at four, Kirbyville is going to be Hayden Sharp, Logan Webb, and Blake Bailey for the Wildcats here in the top of the second. And Harridge only with eight pitches in that first frame, so very efficient for the Wildcats. So now it's going to be Hayden Sharp, the shortstop, followed by Logan Webb, second baseman, and first baseman Blake Bailey. As we are now back to action. Hayden Sharp getting in the box to start this second inning. First pitch to Clunan is going to be first pitch is ball downstairs. One zero pitch on its way, fouled straight back. One and one. Hear those jets flying over here at Humble ISD. 1-1 from Clunan. Breaking ball swung on and missed. Makes it 1-2 on Hayden Sharp. On. 1-2 from Clunan to Sharp. Breaking ball downstairs. Going to make it 2-2. Two and here early, they're laying off the curveball down in the dirt is key. So they're making Clooney get it over for a strike. 2-2 pitch. Just misses, going to push it full. 3-2 on Hayden Sharp. Three-two pitch. Tapper towards short. Hobbs charging, throw on the run. In time, nice play by the shortstop. He had to range to his left in the hole, fielded it on the run. 
Looks to be okay from last night. Got rehydrated. But now it's going to bring Logan Webb, the second baseman, who had the two RBIs last night, a two-out single in the fourth, and was hit by a pitch in the extra innings in the eighth. Clunan's first pitch on its way to Webb. Going to be downstairs. Owen, one and oh. On deck is Blake Bailey. One oh pitch. Going to be right at the knees. It's taken for a strike. One and one. Breaking ball miss is going to be two and one. Two one pitch from Clunan. Ground ball to short. Hobbs fields. Flip over to first. In time. Two away. Now that's going to bring up the first baseman, Blake Bailey. He was the DH in game one. Moves over to first. With Harridge on the mound. We're trying to work through a couple little audio issues. I've got Coach Acosta here with me kind of pulling the IT audio side. So two down here in the top of the second. Here's Bailey. Fastball skips away, making it 1-0. and On deck is the DH Fussell. So 1-0 on its way momentarily from Clunan to Blake Bailey, the first baseman. Ground ball to short, Hobbs, another throw, and that's going to end the frame. I've got, there we go, I'm back. All right, so ground ball there by Blake Bailey to short. It's going to end the frame. Hobbs gets all three outs in the inning defensively. We're going to move now to the bottom of the second. It is 2-0 Kirbyville. And for the Bulldogs, you're going to have Ryland Red, Aaron Sprinkle, and Bryce Case do up here shortly. We apologize. Trying to get through a little audio issues here. Just be patient. We'll update you the best we can. But the Bulldogs trail right now. 2-0 in the bottom of the second. And it is going to be Rylan Red, who's your left fielder tonight in game two. Followed by Aaron Sprinkle, the DH, and then center fielder Bryce Case. Justin Harris, the Cedar Valley commit on the mound for these Wildcats, the lefty. So Red getting in that box. He's been hot the last two playoff series. Coming back from the injury. 
First pitch on its way. Swung on a miss on a fastball, making it 0-1. one pitch to Red. Tapper to short. Here comes Sharp charging. He's going to make a tough throw on the run. And he gets Red by a step. As Red was getting down that line, but it's with an astroturf place in part of the game. As he got a good hop, filled it on the run. Nice throw by Sharp. One away. Going to bring up the DH tonight. Aaron Sprinkle batting from that left side. On deck is Bryce Case. Bulldogs trail 2-0 here in the bottom of the second. First pitch downstairs going to be taken 1-0 on Sprinkle. one pitch to Sprinkle. Hit towards center. Is that ball going to get down? Here comes Burchette. It does drop. A one-out single by Aaron Sprinkle. As he lefty on lefty there. Produces a hit. That's going to bring up Bryce Case. On deck is Carson Davis. Case had the big hit against Troy in game two. High score 3-3 with two outs in the seventh. And he came through clutch with a two-run single in that game two winner against Troy. But here he is now in another game two against Kirbyville. One away. Sprinkle at first. Snap throw to first. Back in time is Sprinkle. And we're trying to get some audio. Coach Acosta trying to work a little IT side and get, get back with me. Don't know if that did anything. Case line drive back at the pitcher. Fielded perfectly by Harridge. And he throws over to first. Another double play as the Bulldogs have hit into two of them already in two innings. Just an unfortunate break there. Because that's going to end the frame. The Bulldogs leave a runner stranded on the sprinkle single. We're going to head to the top of the third. Bulldogs trail 2-0 against Kirbyville, and we're going to kind of just stay patient here and try to see if we can work through some audio issues here. I'm going to try to step away shortly. Yes, my job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative, and I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that'll help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. At SoundTex, our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and we keep your goals as our top priority. From the initial consultation to the generous warranty, you'll see the heart and soul of our company. So join the SoundTex family today. SoundTex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Or visit their website at www.soundtex.com. 
All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, and I think I've got my audio guy maybe back. Maybe. We're going to see Coach Acosta. We're, we're waiting on text to confirm, but we're in the top of the third, 2 nothing Kirbyville. Looking good so far. All wow. Right, some good text that I can be heard here. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> well, we're down 2 nothing, so we'll take any changes right now. DH going to lead it off here. Takes a strike, going to make it one and one on Russell, the DH. Top of the order, Tyler Brown on deck. Clooning out there. Getting kind of settled down, had a one, two, three second. Skips one through, makes it two and one on the DH. Okay, I'm getting loud and clear, Coach Acosta. Thank you, my sister. All right. right. Two, one pitch, and it's going to clip him on the arm. And he trots down to first. All right, thanks a lot, Mr. Simmons, for helping us out there. Looks like we're uh, ready to go now, and that's why we're down to the nothing. That's, that's, that's so all it is. We're ready to yeah. go now. we got to get in playoff form. Looks like we're getting there. So now that's going to bring Tyler Brown to the plate. He had a single to start off the game. Came around and scored on the Wallace single. And he squares around Bunch. That's a tough play for Davis. And it's going to be not in time. As Brown's speed just gets down the line, he bunted it right down the third baseline, and Davis had a tough play. But Kirbyville's in action with runners at first and second, and James Burchett coming to the box. Burchett popped up in foul territory to third back in the first. And he squares and bunts it towards the first base side. And nobody there. As Kirbyville has got a hit by pitch to start the frame and two bunt singles. And all of a sudden the wheels are falling off here in the third. As Burchett just placed it nicely down the first baseline, Davis came charging. But no one covering the bag there. Miscommunication cost the Bulldogs. As Coach Neighbor is going to trot out to the mound, try to get a little bit of control, regroup these guys. As Justin Harridge will be in the box, he had a single back in the first. Looks like Neighbors kind of gets his message across. So Justin Harridge, the Cedar Valley commit, is going to be in the box for these Wildcats. Bases loaded, no outs here in the top of the third. 2-0 Kirbyville. So big spot here in this game, too. Yeah, just need to minimize the damage here. You know, we've got bases loaded, no outs. Get an out. We're still early in the game. Outs are golden. First pitch from Clunan. Going to be downstairs, 1-0. Bulldog defense going to bring the corners in and play the middle back for a double play ball. Yeah, in this situation here, you're just looking for outs. And if we can get that out at the play, that's great. 1-0 is going to be downstairs. 2-0 on Harridge. Clunan looking in. He gets signed from Dixon. 2-0 pitch on its way. And he misses. Throw back down to third. Not in time on Fussell. 
but it's a 3-0 count on Harrigan. There's nowhere to put him. Bases loaded. Rio pitch from Clunan. And there's a ball four. And that's going to make it 3 nothing Wildcats. Clunan just missing but doesn't get the call. And so far this inning with no outs and the bases loaded and already one run in, a ball hadn't been hit further than about eight or, eight or ten feet. Yeah, that's the frustrating part there, Brandon, is that they're not squaring this up. They're just... Uh, you know, putting the ball in uh, bunt play. And that was on the scouting report that we got, you know, on these guys. That they will play some small ball, move runners over, but you can see that they, even with the small ball, they handle the bat well. And, you know, they're going to lay it down if they can get a hit out of it. It's just a bonus, and that's yeah. what they were able to do twice yeah, here. Doing. So that's going to bring up Hunter Wallace, who had a two-run single in the first. He's been the most productive guy for them this whole series. He had two hits last night. Got aboard three times. Clunan's first pitch to him. Breaking ball hit down the third baseline foul. The EOC right there. Air on coach. <laughs> Filled with that a little cleaner. You don't get too many of those, do you? No, I just get out of the way. <laughs> hey, smart man. <laughs> smart man. So Clunan looking in to Wallace. 0-1 pitch. Breaking ball called strike. Makes it 0-2. On deck is Dylan Bishop. Breaking ball misses. Going to be 1-2 and two now on Hunter Wallace. You know Dylan's missing a little low. Just need to make a, a small adjustment here. We're just in the third inning. Still time to make an adjustment. 1-2 pitch on its way. Curveball just misses. Going to make it 2-2. Two and two and Right now the corners are not there. No corners at all on that plate. Uh, looks like the plate's been reduced to about 6 inches now from 13. 2-2 two, two from Clunan. Chopper hit the second. Graves going to come in. It goes off his glove. There's one run. There's two runs. And they're going to go all the way to second and third. As the ball was hit sharply, Graves charging. Just go up his arm into right shallow right field. That's going to make it 5 nothing Wildcats. And now that's going to bring up Dylan Bishop and Coach Steele, a ball's not hit, been hit out of the no, infield, uh, and they put up a three spot. Still no outs. Breaking ball called, strike to Bishop. As he hit a pop-up and had that ending-inning double play back in the first to the pitcher. 0-1 from Clunan. Pop-up. Is it going to reach out of play? Davis giving a charge over to the dugout. Mm. It skips just away. Good effort there on Davis getting all the way to the dugout on that one. So a 0-2 count here on Dylan Bishop. Hayden Sharp on deck. Yeah. 
0-2 pitch. Called strike, and that's a big punch out there by Dylan Clunan. So he gets him looking. He needed that one right there. He needed that punch out. Just like all season, that Pat Penn punch out brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling, let Pat Penn take care of your real estate needs today. That's going to bring up Hayden Sharp to shortstop. He grounded out to short in the second. So one away. Runners at second and third, five nothing Kirbyville. They're going to square. Look like a little safety squeeze. It's popped up. Dixon gives it a great effort laying out, but unable to come up with the catch. Yeah, at a certain point, you've got to expect that. Uh, we're not. We've not been able to stop the bunt just yet. So. Spoken like a true softball coach right just there. Just keep doing it. I mean, yeah. why not? Why not? <laughs> true softball coach there right there. You just can't help yourself. Yeah, just keep doing it. 0-1 count on Hayden Sharp. He squares again, and he doesn't get it down. It's a safety squeeze. We'll see if we get a call on that. The umpire didn't flash the signal. Now they're going to flash up a ball, making it one and one. But on the safety squeeze, if if you're at home listening, you know, the runner's just running with the third baseman. That's as far as, he, as he's charging. That's where he's getting down, and he puts on the brakes to see if you get it down. So 1-1, one, one, sharp squaring again. He pulls back. There's the old slap version in the softball world, but he fouls it away, making it one and two. Yeah. A little slash right there. So Clunan looking for another strikeout would be big here. Try to limit this damage. One, two from Clunan to Sharp. And he just gets a piece of a breaking ball. Stays alive. And at this point, yes, we'd, we'd love to cut the runner down at the plate to minimize no more runs. But right now, Brant, outs are huge. We've got if it's hit to the right side, we've got to touch the bag at the out at one. Stop the bleeding right now. So one two as the jet flies over, and a breaking ball hit to Hobbs. He's going to throw to the plate, and they've got him. Great play by Logan Hobbs as it was a chopper, and he came in crashing hard, aggressively fielded it, threw on the run, a strike to Aiden Dixon. They get Harridge at the plate. So two down now, runners at the corner. Sharp aboard to the fielder's choice. That's going to bring up Logan Webb, and Coach with two down, first and third action. I look for the Kirbyville coach to put them in motion here, try to create create a run. Logan Webb grounded out to short his last plate appearance. He's 0 for 1. Defense now back in regular position. The wind dies down here. Clooney going to step off, just kind of look at the runner. Try to break up that rhythm over there at first. Not letting him get him timed up. Two down runners on the corner. 5 nothing Kirbyville here in the top of the third. There goes the runner. Still, they're going to let him get the bag there standing up. 
So runners out second and third. Pitch was called a ball, 1-0 and on Webb. Well, they didn't try the March Brothers routine that they tried <laughs> last night. Didn't, didn't see the old fall down, crawl two steps effort. 1-0 pitch on its way to Webb. Fastball. Here's a called strike. A little late signal we're working with behind the plate tonight. A one and one. Clunan delivers to Webb. Breaking ball popped up. It's going to reach out of play off to the right side. So one and two now on the second baseman for these Wildcats, Logan Webb. Clunan looking into Dixon. One-two pitch. Lifted towards the left. Red's got a beat. Is he going to run it down? It's in foul territory, and it's going to drop foul. And Coach Neighbor's going to trot out. We'll see kind of maybe if we can see what he's talking about here. And there was a long foul ball down the left field line. Red Gary with a great look, but didn't get there. But it looks to me, Coach, like they're kind of signaling something going on at the plate in yeah, the box. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if his uh, his feet are, are starting out or if he's ending up out of the box. But we're going to be back to action now. One, two, count. We know their mo is on the line. There they go again on the line. And a chopper to third. Davis going to field. Long throw across is in time. So the Bulldogs give up the two runs. Still had the second and third with no outs. They're able to get out of it. Limited damage. But it is 5 nothing as we're going to head to the bottom of the third. Be back with Bulldog Baseball on. Next play, two. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck, and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Open a Southside Bank prime checking account with all the great benefits of banking with a hometown team. Personal service from people you know combined with the latest technology, including online banking with bill pay, text banking, mobile deposit, mobile bill pay, and the Advantage Check Card. With five locations in Angelina County and 59 throughout the state, our team is ready to meet all of your banking needs. Discover banking with a hometown touch. Southside Bank, member FDIC. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined here with Coach Curtis Acosta. We're in the bottom of the third. Kirbyville just got three across, pushed it to 5 nothing. Carson Davis going to lead off in a sharp single. First pitch right into center field by El Pre Presidente. Nice job by Hefe. He told me before this game he had a different plan. He wasn't going to go right side. That's why they kept playing on that right side. He just said, I'm going to go up the middle on this one. Great hit, and Aiden Dixon now going to come into the box. And, Coach, I know this is something I've heard you preach before to your kids, but, you know, the advantage, you're, you're down 5 nothing. The, the one advantage right now is it's only the bottom of the third. So you don't have to get all five here in the third. Just kind of piece together a run or two, crawl back into it. you got time. 
to get back in this. Uh, you just got to kind of piece it together the rest of the way and give yourself a chance. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the number is always five to nothing that I, that I preach. It's either, you know, five up or uh, five to nothing that you're down. So, uh, funny enough, that's the score right now. But, uh, you know, Aiden's not going to come up here and, and hit a five-run homer. You know, not a possibility. So, one by one, see if we can make something happen here. Got a, a good start to the inning. Davis getting a leadoff single here. So 1-1 one, one count here on Dixon as he's trying to drop the bunt down. Third baseman crashing. He pulls back. Swing and miss. Going to make it 1-2 and two as they try to gamble there with the third baseman Stein crashing. Comes up empty. So 1-2 to Aiden Dixon. And he hits a rope right down the third baseline. And there's a single. They're going to go station to station. And he snuck it down the line. Got back-to-back hits for the Bulldogs. We'll see if they can get a spark going. A little energy now coming from the Bulldog dugout, coming from Coach Trey Neighbors here. Now, the unfortunate thing on that hit was uh, Davis had to check up a little bit. It looked like the third baseman might make a nice grab, so we did have to check up here. Coming in the courtesy run is Brandon Johnson, and he does have the right attire tonight. Doesn't, isn't sporting the, the Air Donnas, as we call them. So he kind of came through with Donna. Coming through the trainer over down in Franklin at the ranch. He didn't have any shoes for turf. Had to go with those, but Brandon ready to go. And Coach for Kirbyville going to trot out and talk to Harry. Just back-to-back singles. I think he's he kind of wanting to calm the storm right here. It's You know, you want to get to it and have a little preventative maintenance if you can. You know, some of that, that, that might be on uh, that might be on some of the pitch calling there. You know, you're, when you're up five to nothing, a lot of times you think, all right, we're up five zip, let's attack. Uh, and, and so that, that may be something they're trying to discuss now of, do we need to make an adjustment here? So that's going to bring up the top of the order the, for the, your Bulldogs, Dylan Clooney. He got aboard via air, hit a ground ball to third, was airmailed, but was erased on a double play later in the inning. So Clooney here with runners at first and second. The Bulldogs got a chance to try to scratch in this and get a crooked letter. Harridge is a left-hander looking in. First pitch called strike. A smart base running is key here. We don't need to turn this into a double play. Let the line drive through. And here right now, Coach, I'm looking. we got a perfect angle down this third base line. The right field line is wide open. Wide open. 0-1. to be downstairs making it 1-1. One one. So, yeah, typical lefty. Ball's moving away. You know, a lot of hitters from the right side to have success. they got to go that way. Kind of got a spot there. Clooney can hook one. Slice it in that corner. 1-1 one, one pitch. Downstairs, it skips Davis with a great jump. The throw not in time, and Johnson going to second. Good follow by Johnson. Secondary lead by Davis. That's the only way you're going to get the third on that play is a good secondary lead. Davis doing a good job, and uh, Johnson following. And follow the leader right there, Brandon Johnson. But, man, Coach, you nailed it. Secondary lead was crucial by Carson Davis. So, Clooney now with runners at second and third. He's got a 2-1 count. No outs. Harris from that stretch. Pitch to Clunan. And he misses. Going to push it now. 3-1. and one. Yeah, they got the, uh, the Astro shift on here. Looks like we've got Altuve over playing right behind second base. Second there, base is yeah. wide open. Ground ball to seconds, too. And just a rope. It's going to get through the shift. There's one run. Johnson now is he, Oh, he's waved. He kind of hesitated. They're going to cut it. It skips away from the catcher. So two runs, Clunan going to trot to second. As let me just back up, the second baseman, like Coach Acosta was saying, playing right up, 
a past second base, but Clunan hit it sharply between him and the shortstop. Brown charging from center, bobbled with that hesitation. Neighbor, neighbors Wade, Brandon Johnson, and the ball skipped through. It's 5-2. to two. Great job right there by the boys running there. Now, where does all that come from, Brent? The secondary lead and the follow right there. There's no way we score any of those. We'll have second and third now, but instead we've got two runs because of that good base running earlier. And here's Logan Hobbs. And he lifts one in the shallow right. Burchett's going to come in. He calls. And he makes the play. Runner not advancing. I don't know what that was right there. As <laughs> I think they're trying to update it. Yeah. He come up and threw a, about a 10 hopper to the plate from yeah. shallow right field. And the runner's at second. But needless to say, one away. I'm, uh, I'm wondering what that throw was about. If it was just trying to. It, it seems like Kirbyville has these different plays. These little trick moves that they try and play. To see if maybe Clunan was going to try and go to third just because he made that bad throw to the plate. But Great point. Not fooling Clunan on that one. So Jacob Davis now in the box. He was hit by a pitch back in the first. Once again, second base wide open. And the will play as uh, Harrods try to spin, but no throw to second to Clunan. And Coach, you're all over it. Is, is they're playing right up past second base. I mean, it is wide open on the right side with the left-handed Davis. Yeah. There's another fastball up above Davis, 1-0, but and I don't know if this is something in the scouting report that they're seeing on our guys or this is just something of the way Kirbyville plays. Yeah, and this, this should give us a little tidbit of how they're going to pitch Davis. You know, if they're going to go inside on him, they wouldn't leave the second baseman completely out of position. So you can expect them to stay low and away on Davis. 1-0 to Davis. Downstairs, 2-0. Kate Graves on deck. So the Bulldogs have got two here. Make it 5-2. They're trying to still scratch across a run. Pitch to Davis. Hits it. Is it going to get through? Second baseman fields long throw. It's going to be in time. As, man, the ball was hit traditionally where a second baseman plays. He had to come and field it on the run and throw. Gets Davis, but Clunan trots over to third. And that's going to bring up Cade Graves. So here's Graves. Swung on, lifted to right. Burchette coming in. He's going to call. And he makes the play. But the Bulldogs do get two as we're going to move now to the top of the fourth, the real graphics fourth inning. Bulldogs down 5-2. Be right back with Bulldog Baseball on. Next play two. for breakfast from Chick-fil-A South Lake Crossing serving breakfast every morning until 10.30. Strickland Plumbing and HVAC We said it for years your plumbing strictly our business There's more we want to tell you you just can't miss Residential and commercial as a matter of fact Same great service but more than that We're doing AC heating and HVAC For installs and service we got Plumbing in HVAC. 
Son, back in my day, I would hit home runs so far that the balls were never found. Really, Dad? In fact, when I didn't hit a home run, I would steal a base before you could blink your eyes. Really? And occasionally I would pitch, but when I did, it's like the batters never saw it coming. Dad, are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Today at Whataburger, we're cooking the sweet and spicy bacon burger. And now it's an all-time favorite. You can't beat it. It's hot, it's fresh. I love this burger. It's just perfect. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is my all-time favorite. Two beef patties, two different types of cheese, caramelized onions. My favorite thing about this burger is the sweet and spicy pepper sauce and the bacon. <laughs> you asked for it, and it's back. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is now an all-time favorite at Whataburger. That's happiness. <laughs> All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. We are in the fourth inning, sponsored all season by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing, advertising materials, T-shirts, signs, banners, decals. Chris and the guys absolutely knock it out of the park. Go see them. But the Bulldogs do exactly what we talk about, coaches. You don't, you can't score five in one swing, but they get two. It's a 5-2 game now in the fourth. We're going to have Blake Bailey leading it off. Fastball, are they going to say it clipped him? They're going to say it did. He's going to trot down to first. Did it hit the umpire more than it hit the hitter? So that's going to bring up the DH, Fussell. But that's two consecutive innings. We've hit a batter to start the frame. Clunin coming into this fourth inning with 54 pitches. So pitch count getting up there here early. And coach, I'm looking for a little small balls there down at the end of their order. Yeah, you can expect that here. Clunin looking in. And they do square. Pull back ball. Dixon throws down the first back in time as Bailey. Yeah, I wonder if that was some of the discussion that Wildcats had. Is it playing a little bit safer at first? They had a few outs over there yesterday. Yeah, a little bit more cautious today, we can see. Clunin looking in 1-0. He squares. He lays it down the first base side. It's going to go foul. So 1-1. One one. See the utter frustration in the face of the Coverville coaches wanting to get that bunt down in this nine spot, trying to flip this line up to their 1-2-3. And Tyler Brown on deck is two for two. So 1-1 one, one here on DH Fossil. Clunin from that stretch looking in. He squares, pulls back, ball twos, another snap throw. Davis does a good job of just coming off the bag and keeping it from going down the line. Yeah, save that one. So 2-1 count here on the DH. Runner down there at first, no outs, top of the fourth. He squares, pulls back. Three and one. Right now, this number nine hitter, Fussell, is showing some patience. He knows his job is to lay one down, but if they're, if he can get a pass, he's, it's kind of what he's doing here. Yeah, only bunting strikes. That's the key in this situation here, only bunt strikes. Three, one. They're going to let him hit away. Called strike. So pushing it full, three and two. They kind of rolled the dice there. 
Clunan looking in. We'll see down there if Bailey gets a start at first. Clunan looking. 3-2 downstairs. So back-to-back walks here to start the fourth. That's going to bring up top of the order Tyler Brown. He had a single to start the game and then just last inning a bunt single. and Could see a little bit of the same here. A lot of signs coming here from the third base side. Really in over to the runners at first and second. Clooning from that stretch looking in. And they bunt. It's going to get down. Clooning lays out, and the ball is going to be off of his glove. As he, The ball was in there. He laid out. It just kind of skipped in front of him, short hopped him. Everybody's safe on the bunt single by Brown. So, man, I, you know, it's, it's deja vu all over. Yeah, there he goes again. Bases got loaded. Bases loaded no outs again off of uh, a hit-by-pitch, a walk, and a bunt single. Again, the ball has not left the infield. So that's going to bring up James Burchett. He popped up in foul territory down the third baseline and then had a bunt single last frame. Bulldog defense going to come in, try to cut this run at the plate. And he lifts it down the line, foul. Down the right side. Burchett batting from that left side. Right fielder, game one starter. McNeese commit. Oh, one pitch from Clunan. Breaking ball. Just misses. Going to make it one and one. Heritage on deck. This goes back to the same situation. You have bases loaded. Outs. That's what you're looking for. Outs. 1-1 from Clunan. Swung on and a great block there by Dixon as a breaking ball skipped in front. Burchett came up empty, making it 1-2. Nice job by the junior catcher there. That saved a run. Clunan looking in 1-2. On its way to Burchett. And he hits one solid in the center field. And there's one run. Case bobbles it. They're going to wave another runner. And they're going to go first to third. And it's 7-2 Wildcats as Burchett comes through with a two-run single. Case charging hardly in center. And the ball just kind of skipped off his glove a little bit enough to the runners advance. Now that's going to bring up Justin Harridge. Had a single back in the first and walked in the third. He bats from the left side to Cedar Valley commit. Ball one skips downstairs. Dixon backhands a great job behind the plate. Hunter Wallace on deck. One zero from Clunan to Harridge. Hits a ground ball through the right side. There's one run going first to third is Burchett. As the runner was in motion. And Graves going to cover the bag, created a hole. 
That's going to make it 8-2 Wildcats. And just the coach, I know it looks like a little miscommunication there is, is the left-handed hitting Heritage. You know, Graves going to cover the bag on the stolen base. You know, with the left-handed hitter, she, typically the shortstop taking that throw, and it created a hole over there in the boss. You know, we'll find it, find yeah. a hole. Yeah, and it sure has certainly been that situation there. I think Graves would have wish he would have held his ground a little bit on that one, but as he saw the runner going, went to do uh, just his reaction of cover the bag and just a, uh, a good spot there. So Coach Neighbors trying now going to talk it over here on the mound. Kirbyville still in action, first and third, no outs. They'll have Hunter Wallace at the plate. But while we've got a pause in action, want to congratulate the Wells Pirates, man, going to Round Rock. Congratulations Round Rock. The to them. Going first time in the program history. Yeah, right down the road from Central Pollock. And wish those guys congratulations. They had a wild game three to advance. So congratulations to the Wells Pirates. Couple alumni I know going back, you know, I think of Kevin Colbert's one guy out there that yeah. heck of a player for those Pirates in the mid nineties, but uh congratulations to you guys. So back to action, Hunter Wallace. He is on the night. One for one. He got aboard via era. So he's been aboard twice, single in era. Snap throw back is Harridge over at first, safely. First pitch on its way to Wallace. He hits one. Oh, Davis with a heck of a play. Wow. The ball was hit on a one-hop button at the third base bag, and he lays out, backhands it, and in the same motion tags the runner who had just got off by a step at third. What a big play by Carson Davis. That's, a, that's, that's one of those that you're not going to see very often, uh, especially with the runner not taking a, a substantial lead down the line. He did his job. He froze the line. It just went right from into Carson's glove right on top of the bag. Yeah, just the wrong time, wrong place for Burchett over there at third, but Davis's reaction with the layout and then the quick tag. Maybe those all those years with Chad Nash is paying off. And there's a bunt. It's going to go foul by Bishop. He might have had a shot at first base, too. I mean, uh, he came up and, and looked, and that play happened so quickly. The, the hitter, he, he was barely down the first base line. I think it just kind of caught him off guard. That we might have another play here, but still, runners at first and second did get an out. So here's Bishop, 0-1 count. And the runner down there at second, Harridge getting an aggressive lead as Clunan steps off. Yeah, smart move. Not holding him on too much. Step off, get him back. 0-1 pitch. He squares. Going to take it. Going to be 1-1. One one. If a beat of sweat got the umpire's eye on that one because that looked like it was a great breaking ball. <laughs> Calling your earlier comment in the broadcast, not a lot of corners on that plate here in game two. I will say it's at least both sides. 1-1 one, one pitch from Clunan. Letter high fastball taken for a ball, 2-1. and one. On the catcher, Dylan Bishop. On deck is Hayden Sharp. Two-one pitch, and there's a corner. Gonna make it two and two. 
So 2-2 count here on Dylan Bishop. Cloning from that stretch. Runners at first and second. One away. And there goes the runner. Chopper down the line. It's going to go just foul. That's a little hit and run action yeah, there. Hit and run. You saw that with the 2-2 count and one out. Perfect time for that. Bulldogs need to keep playing here. Minimize this damage. Get out of this inning. 2-2 pitch from Clunan. Ground ball towards second. Graves going to flip to Hobbs for one over to first. Not in time. Now the throw to the plate. It's going to be out. What a tag by Aiden Dixon. As Davis, they tried to come across and sneak one. On the double play attempt, the call at first was safe, but Davis came off with great awareness, threw a strike to Dixon, and he applied a great tag to end the frame. So we're going to head to the bottom of the fourth. Kirbyville gets three. It is 8-2 Kirbyville. Next Play Sports is presented all baseball season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download the Chick-fil-A One app today. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Real Graphics, the one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, providing the best veterinary services in the East Texas area. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Kelly Chuck Parts, your local distributor and service center for Traeger Wood Pellet Grills and Accessories. Angelina College, CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Soundtex, Southside Bank. Layman's Pipe and Still, Bentley AC, Whataburger, Quality Restaurant Supply, Strickland Plumbing and HVAC, Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas Sports. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined here with Coach Curtis Acosta in this Real Graphics fourth inning, like all season, sponsored by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising materials where they do it all. Signs, T-shirts, banners, decals. Chris and the guys absolutely crush it. Go see them. We're going to have Ryle and Red, Aaron Sprinkle, and Bryce Case do up for the Bulldogs. And Bulldogs just trying to... Scratch some runs across, kind of crawl back into this one. They did show some fight last inning with the two spot, narrowed it to 5-2, but Kirby will answer with three. Now it's 8-2. Yeah, the job here is you know, put the ball in play, see what can happen, make them make some plays. Um, you know, you're down 8-2. We're going to try and make something happen. Uh, again, not a possibility to hit that six-run homer last I checked, so we just need to scratch a few out. So Rylan Red, who grounded out the short on a bang-bang play back in the second, Going to come in the senior. On deck is Sprinkle. Herridge looking into Bishop. Looks like he's ready to go. And Red hits a shot right up the middle. Lead off single to Hopper in the center field. That's it right there. That's the way to start an inning. First pitch attacking. Now we got Sprinkle coming up, lefty on lefty matchup here. So Sprinkle on the night is one for one. On deck is Bryce Case. Here's from that stretch. Snap throw to first. Back in time is red. 
Snap throw again. As Red's getting an aggressive lead over there, they're keeping some close attention to him. Sprinkle first pitch fouled straight back, 0-1. Yeah, with Red having some speed at first, they're definitely going to be watching him and still holding uh, that right hand a little gingerly from uh, from his injury from a few weeks ago, but gotten up and playing today. Snap throw again. Back is Red. Sprinkle DH in the knot. 0-1 count. Curveball just misses. His, that was one of those corners there. <laughs> Cut off on this half of the inning as well. So 1-1 count here on Aaron Sprinkle. Red down there at first. And the ball downstairs is going to make it 2-1. and one. one pitch and sprinkle tried to call timely was not granted called strike gonna make it two and two just trying to break up that rhythm but two two count now Harridge delivers and a curveball skips Bishop with a nice block gonna make it three and two we could see red maybe in movement here over there with a full count Harris is going to step off, kind of regroup. Back to action, full count. Aaron Sprinkle on the box. And there's a ball downstairs. So back to back base runners for the Bulldogs. Great at bat by Aaron Sprinkle. You know, we talked so much last night about pitch count. Not really worried about pitch count here today. We're worried about getting runners on. Yeah, like the, like the great point you said, you, you can't score six in one swing. Got to piece it together. And so now it's going to bring up Bryce Case, the center fielder. He lined out to the pitcher, hit it on a button. And he hits one in the left center. Is that ball going to get down? Brown chasing, chasing. And he lays out and makes a nice catch. That's ridiculous. That ball was dropping the whole way. Wow, what a catch. And Brown showcasing his speed there in center field, the Panola commit. And that's it. You know, we talk about little small things in the game, but the left-hander running over to there to his glove side had it every inch, extra inch. Yeah, it's a tough play for a righty. And lays out. So one away. It's going to bring up Carson Davis, who singled back in the third. Harrod's going to step off. Trying to get on the same page with Bishop behind the plate. Possibility of showing something here. Runners at first and second. And I will play to second. Red is back in time as they throw down. First base playing uh, pretty far back here. 
pitch to Davis. Gonna be downstairs, one and zero. On deck is Aiden Dixon, the catcher. Carriage looking in the Bishop, one zero pitch. Gonna be downstairs, two and zero. And something to watch right here, you can see in the box and on the mound, both 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 people are kind of, their hands are sweating. Sprinkled it a couple times, he doesn't wear gloves, but wiping those hands. And Herridge, the last couple batters, has walked off the mound, wiping those hands, going to that rosin bag. It's just something to pay attention to. 2-0. Downstairs again, 3-0, and he's looking directly at the hand again. So that's a good eye there by Heffy coming up here. Carson Davis working a 3-0 count. 3-0 from Harridge. And it's going to be a four-pitch walk to Carson Davis. So the Bulldogs doing everything they can to kind of threaten here. Got the bases loaded with one out. Aiden Dixon, who hit a sharp single down the left field line, back in the third, came around his courtesy runner and scored on the Clunin single. You know, right here we need Dixon just to shorten up a little bit. Put the ball in play. Right side is wide open for him. First pitch to Dixon. Breaking ball skips in, 1-0. and But, hey, good approach there. We had a four-pitch walk right in front of you. Why, why go up there hacking? Aiden's watching that Man, one. Man, I, I know if I'm covering Lady Dog softball, they kind of pick up the Aggie chant, ball five, ball five, ball five, ball five. So five in a row by Harridge. 1-0 pitch to Dixon. Smash right at the shortstop line drive. Double play. They double up Sprinkle. As the Bulldogs are just not getting a break here in game two. As Dixon hit it on a, on the screws right at the shortstop. Sprinkle just off far enough. They flip the second ending inning double play. And we'll be back going to the top of the fifth. 8-2 Kirbyville. semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. 
All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined here with Coach Curtis Acosta and the Bulldogs. Just unfortunate there. They had runners at first and second, no outs. Case hit a line drive in the left center. Center fielder Tyler Brown just absolutely laid out, made the catch. Bulldogs wind up loading the bases with one out, and Aiden Dixon hits a rocket at the shortstop. He fields, flips to second for the inning, inning double play. Just some tough breaks. Yeah, tough breaks. You know, this game is a... Uh, game of luck sometimes, and uh, it's just not in our corner, seems, right now. You know, we're still working here, still playing hard. But, uh, my gosh, the bottom of the lineup just loaded the bases. I mean, that's something uh, definitely positive to look at there. Uh, top of the order is coming up for us the next inning. What we need here is you got to put up a zero. we got to have a hold. We can't have another three-run inning. So, uh, big uh, defensive inning for your Bulldogs. So, leading it off is going to be Hayden Sharp to shortstop. Dylan Clunan with 75 pitches coming in to this top of the fifth inning. A spin a breaking ball for ball one. On deck is Logan Webb. Sharp 0 for 2. Fastball called strike. Making it 1 and 1. one one from Clunan. Pop up, foul, out of play, 1 and 2. Leadoff's key here. You know, it's kind of gotten us the last couple of innings, letting leadoff on. So I like uh, Clinton's approach here, this attack approach. Breaking ball downstairs, and like you touched on, three out of the four innings, Kirbyville's got their leadoff hitter aboard. That's been crucial for them. And those are the three innings they've scored. And there's a 2-2 downstairs, making it 3-2 and two on... Hayden Sharp. 3-2 pitch from Clunan. And that's going to be a leadoff walk to Hayden Sharp. And four out of five innings, Kirbyville's got their leadoff guy aboard. And like you touched on, Coach, three of those four are walks. Yeah, that's a huge part on the defensive side, letting that leadoff get on. Your chances of scoring go up considerably on the offensive side of the game. So here is Logan Webb, the second baseman. He's 0 for 2 with a couple ground outs. So Clunan from that stretch, Sharp over at first. Snap throw back is Sharp. Logan Webb in that box. First pitch on its way. Called strike. Taking the whole way. On deck is Blake Bailey, the first baseman. Oh one. Another called strike. Now make it 0 and 2 on Logan Webb. Two from Clunan. Breaking ball downstairs. Dixon does a great job blocking. Going to make it one and two. Keeping that runner at first. Let's go, 
0-2 from Clunan to Webb. The chopper to Davis. He's going to go to second to Graves. Over to first. Double play. play. 5-4-3. Great play by Carson Davis. And Graves with a throw. Nice play by your Bulldogs there. Turning that double play. And that's going to bring up Blake Bailey, the DH. He's grounded out to short. Hit by a pitch. Came around and scored in that fourth inning. Breaking ball hit down the right side. It's going to get foul, making it 0-1. And, Coach, we talked about coming into last night. There's a regional finals, first time in 36 years in Bulldog baseball. And there's only, you know, eight teams playing baseball this weekend. It's pretty special what pretty these special. guys are doing. 0-1 taken for a strike. Yeah, you're looking at uh, over 200 Class 3A baseball teams started the season. About half of those make the playoffs. And we're down to the final eight in the state of Texas, Brent. And your Bulldogs are one of them. 0-2 pop-up. It's going to go to second. Graves is calling. And he makes the play, and that's going to end the frame. Your Bulldogs retire in order with the assistance of the double play by Davis at third. And we're going to head to the bottom of the fifth. It is 8-2 Kirbyville. Let's get a little rally going. Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding, and the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing, or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. If you're too hot in the summer or too cool in the winter, I've got a Bentley's AC service. Makes you a winner. Home or business, it don't matter. Quality service with American standard. If you need financing, change your climate frustration. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brant Lee, joined here with Coach Curtis Costa. Bottom of the fifth, we're going to have the Bulldog top of the order. Dylan Clunan getting in that box. He's two for three. Been aboard three times, got aboard on error. Or excuse me, one for one. Had a single and got aboard via error in the first. Takes the first pitch ball. Let her have fastball swung on a miss, making it one and one. And there's a breaking ball called strike, making it one and two. And Harridge coming into this bottom of the fifth with 42 pitches. And moving quick in this inning. Being efficient. And there's a called strike on Clunan for the first out. Gets him looking. It's going to bring up Logan Hobbs. And just while we got a pause in action, just Bulldog fans and alumni out there, we will be having a retirement party for Coach Lee on Sunday, 2-4 to four at the Lufkin Civic Center. And it's open to the public. We'd love to see your support as he finished his last day of 43 years at Central ISD today. So congratulations out there, Dad, and uh, 
hopefully it's well worth the wait, and we'll hopefully give you the respect you deserve on Sunday. But anybody out there listening, come and join us. Just fantastic. 43 years of the on the hill for Coach Lee, and uh, you know, the, the least we can do is uh, come out for a couple hours to, to honor him. And, you know, not goodbye, but just congratulations. And, uh, you know, we'll be seeing him at as many games as he can make. That's right. So Hobbs now in that box. He's just hit a foul ball now on the right side. So 0-2 count on the senior shortstop. O2 pitch from Herridge. And he just misses. Gonna make it one and two. Hobbs on the knot. Hit into a double or hit into a double play and popped up to right. Hits one well towards center, but Brown's got a beat on it. And he squeezes it. Two away. And that's gonna bring up Jacob Davis. Been aboard. On a hit-by-pitch, grounded out to second, last plate appearance. Harrods are looking in. Lefty-on-lefty matchup. First pitch fastball taken upstairs, 1-0. One zero to Davis. Swung on on a fastball. Comes up empty. One and one. One one to Davis. Pop up. Shallow center. Brown's coming in hard. He looks like he's got a beat, and he makes the play. Three up, three down for Harridge as he's being efficient with the pitch count there. We're going to head to the top of the six, your Bulldogs trail, 8-2. Here with Bulldog Baseball on next play, two. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones, get treated in spacious suites, complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center, located in Lufkin, in front of Sam's and Walmart. Need your roof replaced? Replace it with a metal roof with many colors to choose from and save money on your homeowner's insurance. Need a metal building for an office, barn to store your hay or tractor? What about a metal fence? Layman's Pipe and Steel is the number one place to get your quality steel materials for all your residential, commercial, agricultural, or industrial jobs. Delivery available whether you're a homeowner or contractor. Give Layman's a call. They've got it all at Layman's Pipe and Steel. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with REMAX Home & Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of REMAX Home & Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with REMAX Home & Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. 
All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. We're in the top of the six, 8-2 Kirbyville. Dylan Clunan still on the mound, coming into the sixth frame with 88 pitches. So maybe he can get us one more frame. See how efficient he is. It'll be Fussell, the DH leading off. He's been aboard twice and not uh, swung the bat. Been hit by a pitch and walked. Scored two runs in this nine spot. Exactly what you want from your nine hole. Get on base anyway. Score a few runs is bonus, but get on base anyhow for your one, two, three. And now down ahead of the count, 2-0 Clunan's pitch. There's a called strike, making it 2-1. and one. On deck is Tyler Brown. Two-one from Clunan. Downstairs going to be three and one, and and Fussell's just being patient. I think he's one of these guys on this Kirbyville club, kind of knows his role at the back end of this order. Just yeah, yeah, definitely. Being selective. Three-one from Clunan, and there's a leadoff walks, another leadoff runner aboard, and Coach Trey Neighbor is going to come out of the dugout here. I'm going to have a change here. And they're going to go to McKay Maddox. That's going to come in. As Clunan exits. And, you know, Clunan, the deal is, like my, you know, my heart goes out for him right now. The guy pitched his tail off through four rounds to get us where we are today in these regional finals. He's, he's come up clutching every opportunity. You know, in the last series in the regional semifinals, he started game one, he went the distance, got the victory, and then in game two he came in in the seventh and got the save. I mean, he has just been dominant out there. And, you know, the, the effort was there tonight. Just unfortunately command off a little bit. And, you know, Kirbyville's come through with a couple, uh, two out, you know, with some hits with runners on, and, and the, the small balls played well for him tonight. But, uh, you know, my heart just goes out to Clunan. He, he's left everything out there on the field tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there, there's no way that the Bulldogs are here tonight playing in the regional final for the first time in, in 36 years without Dylan Clunan. You know, number two has been our guy. He's been the go-to guy in big games. He's stepped up for us so many times this year, you know, not only on the mound, but just at the plate. And, uh, you know, to see him, uh, you know, not have his best stuff tonight, I know is frustrating for him, but, you know, uh, tip of the cap to, to Dylan on a fantastic uh, job throughout this entire playoff run because, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, the Bulldogs are not here without Dylan Clunan. No, and like you touched on, first time in 36 years. So these guys are in rare company with Bulldog lore that they can etch their names right there beside, the, beside a lot of guys that have got to this spot. And Dylan's one of them that had led them here to get here tonight. But we're going to go back to action as McKay Maddox is on the mound. Came in relief last night in that eighth frame. And we're going to have Tyler Brown, who was three for three, had a leadoff single to center in the first, and then two bunt singles as the Panola commit has kind of just showed his speed. Breaking ball pop-up. Is it going to be foul? Davis giving him a look. Graves going over in foul territory. And the ball skips. It's fair, though. But he throws to second, and they're going to get the runner. As the ball with that slice was going towards the line, it just stayed fair. Graves dropped it, but a great awareness picked it up and threw to, threw to second for the lead out. Go, 
It's going to bring up James Burchett. He's two for three on the night. Had a bunt single. Uh, RBI two-run single back in the fourth. Runner goes, and the ball skips by. He's going to be there standing up as Tyler Brown. Yeah, going on first movement there on Maddox. And the key here from McKay is just throwing strikes. Maybe some off-speed pop-ups. You've already got Brown there lead off to pop out. And... It's going to be a ball downstairs, making it 2-0 on Burchett. Harridge on deck. Maddox looking into Dixon from that stretch. 2-0 hit foul down the right side. Let me get two and one. Tyler Brown down there at second with one out. 2-1 count on Burchett. Pitch hit towards left. Here comes Red. And he squeezes for the second out. That's going to bring up now Justin Harridge, who's two for two with a walk. Okay, run scores is coming in, doing his job, huh? And he is, he is, one word is usually consistent. He's been that way most of the season. This kind of knows his role in these opportunities to come in. Just those strikes to let the defense work for you. There's a fastball taken for a ball. And Maddox is, if, if you were to kind of sum him up, he's a one-time through the lineup guy to a T. He, he can give some guys fits one-time through the order. He's kind of found that niche on this Bulldog rotation. 1-0. Hit shallow left field. Is that ball going to drop? It does. They're going to wave the run around. Red's throw to the plate. Not in time. That's an RBI single. By Justin Harridge is going to make it 9-2 Kirbyville. As he just kind of inside-out swing, hit that ball to, to left field. It just blooped down that line. Red come up throwing, but not in time. Not a bad pitch by McKay one bit. Just uh, that ball just kind of died. And with two outs, the runner was going on contact. and No chance of getting him at the plate. That's so going to bring up Hunter Wallace. He takes a fastball for a ball. One zero to Wallace. Hits sharply through the left side. They're going to wave the runner again. Red's throw to the plate is going to be not in time. That's going to make it 10-2 Wildcats and advancing to second on the throw to the plate is Wallace. That's back-to-back two-out singles. They tack on two here. That's going to bring up Dylan Bishop to the plate. He's 0 for 3.
Breaking ball called strike. Throw down a second. Graves saves it from going into center field. One count here on Dylan Bishop, the catcher for these Wildcats. Breaking ball called strike. Make it 0-2. Oh, 2 hit in the center. There's going to be a throw to, not into the plate. Another two-out run. It's going to push it 11-2 Wildcats. They've got three two-out RBI singles in a row here in the sixth. And just talk about a difference in, in one night makes. They've pounded out now 11 hits, 11 runs. And you know, last night only five hits for them with the two runs across. Yeah, different day for sure, and uh, gosh. And these guys, like we touched on yesterday, they've won 23 of 24. It's their third straight regional final appearance. They're the preseason number one team in the state. They come in tonight number three. Uh, you know, they're showing it right here up and down the water with this lineup producing. But back to action, it's going to be Hayden Sharp. He's going to take a first pitch ball in the corner. Maddox looking in. It's going to get a fastball at the knees, making it one and one. Sharp on the knot is 0 for 1 with a fielder's choice and a walk. Breaking ball misses. Going to be 2 and 1. Maddox looking in to Dixon. Snap throw to first back in time is Bishop. Two one miss is going to make it three and one on Hayden Sharp to shortstop. Had a, has had a nice game defensively for the Wildcats. And there's a two-out walk. Going to put runners on first and second. It's going to bring up Logan Webb. He's 0 for 2 on the night to second baseman. Man, I just noticed something I hadn't noticed in two, two days as Webb came to the box. He took his helmet off and Evidently, Kirbyville's going with the old, you know, 99 tribute that guys started doing bleaching their hair blonde. Yeah, yeah we've got a, <laughs> a completely bleach blonde team over here, except one. Uh, they did have one holdout. And there's a ball in the corner. It'll be ball one. Undoubtedly, the kid whose mom said, no way, not happening. Yeah. One zero pitch. Swung on a miss.
no one with our Ricky Vaughn. Uh, yeah, nobody's pulling that off. 1-1 one, one hit through the left side. They're going to wave the runner. Red's going to come up throwing. And it's not going to be in time, and it is 12-2 Kirbyville as they have just hit four consecutive two-out uh, two RBI hits. And Coach Trey Neighbor is going to call time and trot out of that third-base dugout. He's going to pull McKay Maddox. He's going to go to Brant Butler. We're going to step away and take a commercial break. Be right back with Bulldog Baseball. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. At Soundtex, we provide AV support for your next big event. Concert and corporate sound video and lighting systems are available. Our event services range from simple rentals to full turnkey operations. Contact us today to make arrangements. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Soundtex, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. I'm traveling a lot, always have a craving for Whataburger. I had to make a connection in Houston. I had about an hour. Whataburger just opened at Terminal B. Boom, I need to have a patty melt. The creamy pepper sauce, Monterey Jack cheese, bread's toasted. Grabbed my patty melt, started rushing it back. By the time I got there, the lady was just closing the door. She sees my bag. She goes, sorry, but if you give me a Whataburger, I'll let you on the plane. And I told her, put me on to the next flight. And I was late for work, but it was worth every bite. <laughs> I don't think anything tops a patty melt at Whataburger. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2 as Brant Butler is going to come off the bench and go to the mound for the Bulldogs, the left-handed pitcher coming in. Okay, Maddox is going to come out. It's 12-2 Kirbyville as they put up a four spot here in the sixth. And all four runs with two outs. We talked about that all postseason, how big two-out hitting is. And Kirbyville, give them credit. Tip your cap to them. They've come through in those situations here in the sixth. They're going to have Blake Bailey, the DH, coming up. He's 0 for 2. Got a board on a hit-by-pitch back in the fourth. Came around and scored. First pitch fouled away. Butler... Came in relief in game two against Troy. Only faced one hitter. They were retired on the base pass on a stolen base attempt, but when the Bulldogs rallied in the top half of the seventh, the result was Brant Butler was the winner of game two. Yeah, got him the playoff win. Oh, one from Butler. Ball hit to her right. Carson Davis coming in, and he squeezes. That's going to end it as Butler does his job coming in, getting out. We're going to head to the bottom of the six, and your Bulldogs need to scratch out a run. Stay tuned for Bulldog Baseball on next play two. 
Yes. Yes. My job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative, and I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that'll help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at Angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. At Soundtex, our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and we keep your goals as our top priority. From the initial consultation to the generous warranty, you'll see the heart and soul of our company. So join the Soundtex family today. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Or visit their website at www.soundtex.com. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. We're in the bottom of the six, 12-2 Kirby deals. We're going to have Cade Graves, Ryland Red, and Aaron Sprinkle. Bulldogs just trying to scratch one across and extend this game two. Totally different reversal of last night yeah, as it totally was a different pitch game. and duel, 1-1 one, one game and into the eighth inning, and Kirbyville was able to win it 2-1, to one, but totally different game here in game two as Kirbyville's got double digits and hits and double digits with 12 runs. But Cade Graves stepping in. First pitch upstairs, ball one. You know, Brent here in the in the six down twelve to two. You're you're playing for one. Just trying to extend it. Playing for one run here. Grapes hits one solid down the right field line. Is Good. the ball gonna just fouls? Man, it kicked in that corner. He would have been running for a while. The ball just slicing. It's gonna be one and one on Graves. Come on, Blue. It's twelve to two. <laughs> Gosh, that's fair. And that's the unfortunate thing about turf is you can't see chalk fly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Saw some rubber pellets fly up in there. That was about yeah. it. So 1-1 one, one count here on Cade Graves, the senior. Going to go to Alvin in the fall. Ball downstairs, so congratulations to Cade. Going to continue that career down there with teammate Jacob Davis. one pitch from Harridge. Going to get a called strike on the inside corner, making it two and two. And Harridge coming into this sixth frame through five had only thrown 53 pitches. He's just been very efficient. Two-two wow. two on its way. Hit sharply. It's going to be just foul down the third baseline. That's Harridge. You know, you look up, it's 12-2. He's only thrown 53 coming in this end game. You say, man, how many strikeouts does a guy have? He's got one. one he just throws strikes, let this defense work behind him. 2-2. Two -two. That's snag, Red. Red over there fielding the on-deck circle on a two-hopper, catching it bare hand. It's a good hand. 2-2 two -two to Graves again. Going to be downstairs three and two. Three two count here. You have a 12 2 game. If it's there, yeah, let's attack at it, but no need to chase here. Three two from Harridge. Fouled off the right side. Going to do it again.
3-2 from Harridge to Graves. Going to be a ball downstairs for a leadoff walk. Again, as I mentioned, Brant playing for one. Graves being a good leadoff there. That's going to bring Ryland Red to the plate. He's grounded out to short and singled to center field back in the fourth. The senior left fielder. Harrods from that stretch looking in. And he skips a fastball. Graves going to go down to second. Bishop going to throw. Not in time. As Graves. So 1 0 count here on red. Kirbyville with another cutesy play there. The throw down to second. Second baseman takes off running center field like he missed it. Yeah, a little exchange of smiles there from Graves and Logan Webb, the second baseman. And coach from Kirbyville going to trot out to the mound. And here, Coach, one thing I'm looking at in a 12 2 game. You know, crazier things have happened. And uh, you could see an opportunity to get Harridge out of there with a, with some pitches left on his table, but uh, he's going to roll with him here. I think try to send the message, let him finish it out. Yeah, it's got to be that mindset of you know attack, go at him, let your defense work. They've made some uh, some nice plays behind him tonight, especially there in the outfield with Brown. So we got a 1-0 count here on Ryland Red Graves at second. Ball downstairs, 2-0 on red. Two-zero from Harrods to red. Downstairs, 3-0. A little frustration on the face of Harrods right now. Yeah, he keeps going to that hand. I think there's a little sweat. He keeps rubbing that hand, going to that rosin bag. But 3-0 count. Three zero pitch to Red. It's going to be a four pitch walk as Red's going to trot down. So back to back walks by Harridge. I think the Kirbyville coach has maybe seen enough as he's coming out. He's going to give the signal. It looks like to Tyler Brown out there in center field. He came in relief last night in the extra inning game in the eighth. Not wanting to this inning to get out of hand here. So bringing in Brown and making some moves in the outfield. Harridge finishes with, uh, what would you say, Brown right at 60? Yeah, close to 60, 62, somewhere in that neighborhood. We'll get an update. 66, they just updated okay. pitches. And, uh, you know, if, if you're Kirbyville, he, he wasn't dominant. He, he only with a one punch out, but but he did his job. You know, and he only gave up two runs. Just command kind of got him right here. And I think their coach just wanted to go to Brown. He's probably confident in him to throw strikes here in a situation like this. You know, if you're Kirbyville, you'd, you'd, you're trying to close it out right here in this frame, but, you know, like you touched on, you want to limit the damage. You don't want to give any life to this Bulldog club here with no outs. Yeah, you could uh, give us a little life. Uh, that could spell bad news for uh, for the opponent. We saw what happened in the, the Troy game, too, as we approached the seventh inning down and had a couple of walks, I think, in that inning that kind of kept the inning going, and then a uh, big hit from 
clutch case over there, and, uh, you know, that spelled a win for your Bulldogs. And so, uh, you know, the Kirbyville uh, coaching staff definitely has an idea of these Bulldogs not showing any quit. So bringing in Brown right now and see if he can't close this out for them. And, uh, you know, here in the, the heart of the lineup that has produced tonight, uh, loading the bases up, unfortunately just couldn't catch a break and got doubled off in that one inning. But, you know, we've got some guys that are swinging the bat well tonight coming up. Yeah, they're feeling confident as Brown's taking his final warm-up. So he's the Panola commit for this club. So they're kind of similar to the Bulldog roster. They get three guys at the top of their order, about one, two, three, that are going to the next level. The Bulldogs have in the order two, three, four, that they are going to the next level. So some similarities between these two clubs. Yeah, you can expect several more uh of our uh, Bulldog kids to, to get some looks. You know, you definitely got to think that, that uh, Clunan's got the opportunity uh, standing there in front of him as well as uh, Aiden Dixon and uh, just some some great opportunities for these Bulldogs. I can't say enough about Trey Neighbors and the job him and his staff have done all season. First time in 36 years, it's special to get, to get here as they're trying to scratch and claw and keep playing in this game too. We're back to action. Aaron Sprinkle going to be in the box. He's one for one. Been aboard twice with a walk and a single. First pitch from Brown. Going to miss downstairs, making it 1-0. and When I'm looking to see here, Brandon, if the Bulldogs can catch a break. We haven't been able to catch a break yet tonight. Let's see if Sprinkle Mike can find a gap here. 1-0 on its way from Brown. He squares. He bunts it. Brown pounces off. He's going to go to third. And they're going to say he did get the runner there as he tried to get the lead runner, Graves, and he did on the bunt attempt. And neighbor's going to question the call over here. Let's see. Looks like the umpire's going to stick with his call. They're going to say he is out. So one away. That's going to bring up Bryce Case. And though right there with first and second in the 12-2 game, maybe some listeners, you know, with a bunt right there. But like you touched on, the Bulldogs are just trying to get a run yeah. to keep yeah. playing. We need to extend the game. So here's Case. First pitch fouled off the right side. That's on that previous play, you see Brown's athleticism pouncing off the mound and making that play. 0-1 to Case. Going to be swung on. They're going to say a foul tip as it skipped away. 0-2 on the center fielder. Been a hard luck out tonight as he lined out to the pitcher on a double play and then hit a ball to left center and was robbed. Ball on a diving catch by Brown. 0-2 to Case. Downstairs, 1-2. and two. One, two pitch from Brown. And there is... 
A ball. <laughs> That's a close call as Kirbyville Faithful kind of erupting down that first base side, but a 2-2 count regardless. Two-two from Brown, and there's a called strike. So the Bulldogs down to their last out. They're going to bring up Carson Davis. Been aboard twice with a single and a walk. On deck is Dixon. You know, Davis just looking to put the ball in play here. You can tell anything going to uh, going to right, going to center. We're going to send red, especially with his speed. Left field playing pretty far back. First pitch called strike to Davis. Kirbyville crowd on their feet as they're trying to anticipate a trip to Round Rock. 0-1 pitch. Swung on a miss. Bulldogs down to their last strike here. O2 swung on a miss, and that's going to do it here in Umbelosti in game two as Kirbyville's victorious 12-2 over your Bulldogs. They're going to advance to Round Rock. Congratulations to the Kirbyville Wildcats on their success. Bulldogs still a great season, great spot, first time in 36 years to reach the regional finals. We're going to touch on that when we come back. We'll take a short break and be right back with the postgame. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck, and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in the 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Open a Southside Bank prime checking account with all the great benefits of banking with a hometown team. Personal service from people you know combined with the latest technology, including online banking with bill pay, text banking, mobile deposit, mobile bill pay, and the Advantage check card. With five locations in Angelina County and 59 throughout the state, our team is ready to meet all of your banking needs. Discover banking with a hometown touch. Southside Bank, member FDIC. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brant Lee here with Coach Curtis Acosta and just had a final in game two. Kirbyville victorious 12-2 in six innings. Bulldogs season comes to an end. And now, Coach, we talked about on the trip down here, regional finals, first time in 36 years, special season. It's May 31st and you're playing baseball. It's, it's a, it shows how special only eight teams in classification 3A playing this weekend and your Bulldogs were one of them. Had an unbelievable season that unfortunately comes to an end tonight. But, uh, you know, what are your kind of thoughts on this on this season? I know it's quick and it's fresh right here that it just happened, but what are some things that stick out to you? Historic. I mean, that's, uh, that's the best way to put it. You're, you're looking at a, a team that uh, finished second in the district, you know, played well uh, throughout the season, played some tough competition, and uh, just hit our stride as we hit the playoffs. The, the peak time of the season, you want to be playing your best ball, and these Bulldogs did that. You know, making it to the regional finals, Grant, that's a that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, it's something uh, that hadn't been done since 1983. Uh, and so your Bulldogs 
definitely represented the community very well, represented our school and themselves, their families, and, you know, the, the coaching staff, you know, T.J. Watkins, Trey Neighbors, Coach Goodson. They, they came out and, and they prepared and they worked these kids uh, day in and day out. You know, I'm there with them uh, quite a bit of time. That, you know, we're talking and bouncing ideas off of each other, and they never stop breathing and uh, believing in these uh, Central Baseball boys and, you know, breathing in any sort of uh, – just good vibes and, and hard work and just having them do things the right way. And I'm looking out now at my bud, Trey Neighbors, and he's passionate and he's telling them what a great season they've had. I, I, you can just feel the, the positivity bouncing off of these boys right now to keep their heads up. Great season. Uh, definitely made uh, Bulldog Nation proud and uh, our entire community. Yeah, you, I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, just the job this coaching staff did with Trey Neighbors, T.J. Watkins, Brandon Goodson, Unbelievable. I mean, let's just go back. They, they were 14 and 13 going in the last game of district. So 15 and 13 entering postseason, and just went on a run of nine of 10 to get where we are this weekend. Came up short last night in an extra inning affair, and then just tonight did, the chips didn't fall their way. But unbelievable season. Got a lot of seniors that are going to be missed that contributed. But, you know, these guys, every teammate that's out there right now in that huddle, they've etched their name in stone in Bulldog baseball history. Something to be proud of, something that, you know, they can share a long time in the community is, uh, you know, the thing that I've enjoyed most of this ride that we've been on is many of these guys that are ex-Bulldog players that are reaching out and, and they, they want them to reach that level. They want them to pass it. They, I mean, it, they're passionate about these kids and the fight and the resiliency they've showed. Uh, and it just shows the, the history of the program, and Trey Neighbors have, has continued that. And, and let me tell you something. If you're out there listening and you got a kid playing athletics, Central's a great spot right now. We've got some great head coaches between Mike DeWitts at Bulldog Basketball, our athletic director, Tony Brown. Of course, you coach Acosta on the softball side and Trey Neighbors and his staff. There's a, there's a good thing going here at Central on the athletic side, and it's special. And uh, you know, I think it's something everybody needs to get behind and jump on because uh, when you see this production all throughout the athletic side, I think the, I think the easy part is to see the wins and the, the success. But, man, I see how hard you guys grind as a, as a unit to get these kids to these levels. And it just kind of culminated with this Bulldog baseball team ending this season. Couldn't be prouder to be an alumni, community member of the job that, that's been done here. But uh, we're going to end it here. Coach Acosta, any final remarks to close out this season? Yeah, I just want to, you know, once again, thank you, Brent, for uh, letting me get on the mic here with you and just share some thoughts and, and enjoy this ride. And, you know, uh, I hate that we couldn't have our uh, trifecta member here, Coach Jack Lee. But as you mentioned earlier, on Sunday, make your way out to the Lufkin Civic Center and pay tribute to that great man, the, the goat. He's going out uh, after 43 years as a as a bulldog, and you know we can't uh, say enough about Coach Jack Lee. And uh, just again, want to thank you for allowing me to be on here and uh, in John 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 here.